Dating Skills Review, the central source for dating advice for men, brings you the Dating Skills Podcast. Hey, this is Angel Donovan, and we're here with another episode of Dating Skills Podcast. Today we have Zan Perrion with us. Hi, Zan. Hello. How are you doing? Great. Uh, It's great to have you on the call. Today's uh, discussion, we're going to be talking about uh, the female psychology, how to understand women, and and all around that subject. Right. So what what would you see as the main thing, like, say, the main three things that men get wrong about the psychology of women? Where do they slip up? Like, if there are three main things in in your idea. Well, I'll tell you, the first thing that comes to mind is that um, men think that... uh, they can fool women and uh, you know with any kind of like I don't know trying to come across as, as being confident or, or acting a certain way but what they fail to understand what they fail to realize is that women have been reading faces their whole lives whereas men have not uh, everything that women do since they're little girls is in relationship to uh, others men you know head towards objects and in, in, in goals in life Women do too, but they do it in the context of how is this uh, affecting my relationship with, with everyone around me. So women are fantastic at reading faces and, and, uh, and intent and, and hidden agendas and motives. And we think we can fool women, but they're, um, they're quite perceptive. Right, right. And so, I mean, today, I mean, obviously, there's, there's the discussion of sixth sense. And often, you know, we hear that related to uh, women, like um, his, historically. But um, with, yeah. with a lot of the, the science of the brain that's come out recently, right, the, they're actually saying that the part of the brain where, which women have for understanding faces, as you say, and, and emotions is much bigger than the guy's brain. Okay, I, I hadn't heard that, but uh, it didn't surprise me, that's for sure. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, you know, basically they can see it in a lot more detail, just in a way that I guess guys, we're, we're incapable of understanding because we don't have that level of detail of analysis going on in our heads with a, with a smaller brain. Um, yeah, it, like I remember a woman telling me one time that she can tell, and, and I've heard this from women all the time, that she can tell, uh, uh, she can see a man's entire belief system on, on, on his face when he walks up to her. And, uh, and, and if he's congruent with what he's really saying, if he's really that guy that he's trying to portray. And, and the secret of it is that women can sense if we're, if we're being aligned with who we really are or if mm-hmm. we're just trying to play a game or trying to be cool or trying to be interesting. And yet they're so used to that that they kind of look past it and try and see you know, who's the real guy there. And, and, uh, um, and, and so we tend to find ourselves getting... Uh, some measure of success or you know in spite of that and we think it's because of that right right and I mean I I heard you say before that uh, basically women are going along with it right um, yeah kind of kind of yeah that they kind of they kind of see this stuff but um, for other reasons they're like well you know he isn't actually being him himself but there are other things about him I like so I'm gonna go along with this and so which gives like I guess what your point is that um, we've got this sense of control um, where maybe it doesn't really exist. Yeah, and it doesn't mean that women are these, you know, radar uh, um, 
accurate, laser-pointed, uh, knowledgeable beings about, about men. Women are just confused uh, about men as men are confused about women. Mm. But they, they understand uh, motives and intent. And, and where it goes from there, they're, they're, they're confused or they're not sure if the guy uh, you know, might like them, for instance. Mm. But, they, uh, but they're very... Uh, we, we can't fool them when we, when we try and come across... Uh, when we're acting in a way, I guess you could say. Mm-hmm. And, I've seen it all before. Right, right. And, you know, what kind of situations are we talking about here? When are, when are guys acting? Well, I think if a guy tries to get up his nerve and sees a girl in the bar or somewhere, a lounge or something, and he walks up to her, you know, he's, he's internally nervous and he's trying not to be nervous and he's, mm-hmm. he's, he's trying to remember things to say so he doesn't, you know, run out of things to say or, or come across as awkward. And um, and he walks up to her and he he's he's trying to be cool or aloof or or you know indifferent um, and women can tell um, women can tell that you know underneath that he's kind of nervous and, and and the great thing about it is women actually are um, and I've heard this over and over and over again women are kind of um, uh, kind of like it when a guy is nervous because they feel nervous too we can't imagine that as men. But they kind of feel nervous too, and and it 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 makes them a bit more human, and uh, and they don't mind that. It's actually kind of endearing to women when a guy's nervous, but he's up there trying to be interesting, trying to be cool, and and if they can see that he's underneath that. He's he's a good guy, and his his intentions are we'd love to see her, or you know, uh, and they see that, and they can, and uh, you know, there's a lot of women out there that you know turn men away for sport, as we know this. Yeah. There's a lot of great women out there that are sincere and see that and say, you know what, I like kind of like the guy. Yeah, I think I, I think from the guy's side, like you're talking about nervousness. Um, if if a girl isn't showing any nervousness at all, I guess in a way, it, we we perceive that uh, she's not being as genuine with us. Uh, I've I've had these situations kind of come up before, so you know, from our side too, we like to see a bit of nervousness. In well, the what's interesting. Is we never ever, we think it's only us. We think women are beautiful, and mm. they have uh, all the options, and they're the ones in control of, of you know handing out the prizes or not. Mm. And and so we get the sense that that women are always confident because they're they're you know they they're they're pretty and they have all this kind of stuff. And and we'll wa- we'll talk to a girl and and we walk up to her and we're trying to be interesting, trying to tell stories, trying to say something funny. And she's given us you know asking a question. She's given us yes no answers or you know, being very quiet and we're not really engaging the conversation. We're holding up our whole side of the conversation. And we walk away from that interaction thinking, wow, I wasn't interesting enough or I didn't engage her on an emotional mm-hmm. level or I should have been more funny. But we never ever as men think uh, that she was nervous too and didn't know what to say. And that's why she's going, yes, no, I don't know. I, I think so. We have no, and this happens all the time. And men never ever imagine that she's being kind of like quiet and not really engaging with us because she's completely embarrassed and thinks she has nothing to say nothing yeah, interesting yeah yeah to- totally agree with you however like um like you know you, you've been you've been in this for a long time um yeah and, and i've been in it for a, for a long time too and i think what i what i notice is i mean for, for me these you know these things that you're saying here right they all make complete sense to me and i understand them um but i have to say that it took me kind of a long time to get there and mm-hmm. and i think the way it came about for me was just through a lot of experience, um, just through having seen stuff a lot and you know spent a lot of time with women and so on, 
and you know and you know eventually it just you know that it kind of clicked but mm -hmm. um because of everything else you hear which goes against it i guess it took longer um to actually click so could, could you talk a bit about because I wouldn't want anyone to go through the long yeah. process it took me. I think it maybe took me seven years or, or something like that, right? Because I was I started yeah, in two thousand and one. Yeah, yeah. It was like you know, um, so like how did you learn, or how would you recommend that someone kind of makes this difficult mindset shift? Because it's all it's good to talk about it, but how how does how do you click in your brain? Because making that click in the brain isn't so easy. Well, I tell you, you know, nobody ever wakes up in the morning and ta-da, they're that guy that understands women. Mm. As you know, it's, uh, I, I have been a, a complete student of women since, for 25 years. And I'm fascinated by women and I still know nothing about women, and yet I know uh, more than, than most. And, um, and you never really quite understand it. It's like there's still a, a fantastic mystery to us, which mm. is great. Mm -hmm. And um, I think... Uh, there is no substitute for experience. Uh, we, you can say, or I can say to people, we can tell our stories, our personal stories and our experiences, and guys can gain a, a, a volume of insight from our stories and, and, our, and our, our, you know, our lessons that we learned, and they can short, shortcut a whole bunch of it. But to really get the sense of the rhythm of women and, and to understand the language uh, that women speak to each other and they're trying to speak to us, it's uh, it, it it takes a lot of really just a lot of listening and trying to to understand it. So, um, you know, the, this is why this, the stuff I'm trying to teach is so difficult. Like, I'm not really a, a teacher. I'm not an instructor. I'm not a, uh, and I've never really been. The only thing I am is uh, I, I'm a philosopher. I guess if you could say anything, I'm fascinated by the philosophy of women, and I just keep talking about it and trying to understand it for myself. Mm. So, uh, that's kind of the the way it is. You just got to put in the hours and the time and, and spend more time with women at the end of the day. Yes. Exactly. If, if, you're not, if you're not moving around in the land of women, uh, you will never understand women. You can theorize. You can, you can take art theory for four years, but until you pick up the brush and start slopping paint around and, and messing up and like making terrible paintings to start, uh, you know, theory has to be uh, mirrored with... Um, a practical application, which means going out there and making uh, you know a fool of yourself, uh, making your mistakes, uh, correcting it, uh, congratulating yourself, forgiving yourself for everything because you're, you're just out there trying to do something cool. Yeah, yeah. So would you say, I, I mean, some some other things you should be thinking about is like um, you you should be you know curious about about women because I know when some guys are reading this dating advice and this pick up advice or whatever. Um, they can see it. I mean, like, let's look at some of the worst analogies I've heard. It's kind of like a war, right? Yeah. Um, yeah. And, you know, a battle and, you know, these fun kind of things that appeal to the psyche of men, right? For, for right. obvious reasons, testosterone and, and, and whatever. We love these kind of movies. Um, but, you know, I, I don't think that really helps um, because rather than taking an interest in, in understanding the woman and seeing her as her friend and, you know, wanting to get closer to her, you're kind of like seeing her as an enemy at the other side that, yeah. You know, maybe you see in the bar, you know, when you go out to the battlefield, um, rather than someone who's actually part of mm -hmm. your life. Um, you know, I'm taking the worst analogy to make a point here. Um, so, I mean, would you say one of the ways is, is just to be, you know, generally more curious and interested in women and also just, you know, in terms of friends, not just like girlfriends, but friends yeah. and, and, and girlfriends in, in every way. And 
you know, really immerse yourself in, you know, in, in the in the female world a lot more than you have done in the past. Because I guess a lot of the men who have these biggest challenges um, have basically, you know, they've grown up and maybe it's been a very man-focused environment, you know. Um, yeah. So they haven't had that time to basically learn from experience naturally. Yeah, I think, uh, you know, a lot of us are standing over here and we see the women over on the other side of the, the abyss and we think, okay, how do we... How do we storm that fortress? Yeah. And it's it's a great analogy, actually. It's it's not. It, I don't even think it's the worst one. I think it's I think it's really apt as how men are seeing it today. It's like they're they're under siege. They don't know the role anymore, and 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 women feel like it's like men will ride up to the walls and they're met with you know uh, uh, arrows and boiling oil, and and it hurts. That hurts. And so we learned mm-hmm. that you know if you can't just do just you know you know ride up and 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 so um, we learn, we, condi- we get conditioned that we have to conquer, we have to fight a battle, we have to try and revive something in ourselves. And, um, and it's, it's a product, of course, of, of our society, of the, 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 our modern era, the way we are, a disconnected era. And, uh, and it's just the way it is. Um, but, you know, the great thing is that, uh, you know, the, I guess what I kind of say to men is, a great way of looking at it is this. Instead of measuring your success with women by the way they respond to you, in other words, if I walk up to a girl and she gives me a phone number or, or goes on a date with me or marries me or, or smiles at me or gives me or, or goes home and, and sleeps with me that night, we, we say that that's success. And anything less than, say, the phone number, we say, well, it didn't work out so well and I wasn't interesting enough and I failed again. We blame ourselves. Mm-hmm. But instead of measuring our success by the way a woman responds to us, instead, measure our success by the way we show up in the land of women. In other words, did I go and speak my truth to that girl? Do I say, you look great and I like it and I would love to see you again? If we, if we measure success by how we show up and how we, how we present ourselves, then uh, we can never fail because we did our job as a man. I spoke my truth to that girl over there and she said she either gave me a phone number or she turned me away or she turned her back on me, but at least I did my job. The ball is in her court. So I am successful as any man has ever been. And instead we're trying to, we're having a random girl that we've never met before affect our day, our week. Uh, She can turn her back on us and say, get lost, leave me alone. And, And we let that girl live rent free in our head. And she's just a girl. We did our job as a man, and we spoke our truth. And that's and so we have 100 percent success in knowing that I did my job as a man. Now women uh, are, uh, are, are, have their own work to do. Right, and you, you, you're talking about you know I guess it's got a lot to live by living by our own standards, by our own measures, rather yeah. than being uh, how would you say socially externally influenced because. No, I think a lot of this focus on phone numbers and, um, of, course, of course, like sleeping with women and so on, and all the, all the reports that people file and so on, it, it comes from yeah. talking to other guys about it, right? It's kind of like the trophies yeah. to show off to the external world. Um, however, I mean, if we dig deep, like let's let's try and be really truthful and honest here, right? Um, for mo- for most of those guys, when when you know they. They got the phone number, fair enough. You know, I understand a lot of guys like they. Yeah, okay, good. Right. That that was that was done good. But I think you know, I I've talked to a lot of guys, and after they've slept with a woman, if 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 it hasn't been, um, 
you know, it hasn't been something that they've they've led by their own standards by you know and, and doing it the, the right way, uh, then they actually feel hollow and bad afterwards, right? Yeah. And I guess they start questioning themselves, but often that they won't talk to other guys about that. You know, they'll still say, "Oh yeah, yeah that's true." Oh, sorry, go ahead. No, no, I, I was finished. So yeah, you know, it's it, it's like guys are guys are not bad. Guys are sincere. Guys are really want to have an interesting interaction and relationships with women and and uh and there's a suspicion underlying all of the things about men and women are not bad either there's of course there's manipulative and bitchy and uh and and uh, negative women just like there's this you know the same in men um but women are not bad either women are women are actually cheering for men women want us to be successful with them they're, they're on our side and and yet we have this notion that that um, uh, we have to, you know, we do our war reports with each other. That's essentially what it is in, the, mm. in our battle plans and, 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 and try and share each other uh, uh, successes and failures. Uh, and, and, and the reason is because in this modern age, there is no messages for men. We didn't have fathers that say, son, that's the woman over there, and this is how you handle it. This is how you treat that woman. We didn't have it. So we're inventing it ourselves out of, out of from our peers, from 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 boys who grew up uh, 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 without knowledge and were just trying to invent a, 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 a theory about about women out of nothing. Right, right. And obviously all of this stuff isn't isn't actually that old, you know, it's like 10 years old. I mean, what was it, like yeah. late 90s when it first started. So I think, you know, I, th I think many, many people haven't gone through through the whole process of you know, getting involved with it and then getting kind of like to the other side when, when they yeah. start thinking more about, okay, so, you know, I went through the whole process and I started doing this stuff and I got some success and blah, blah, blah. And what impact did that actually have on my life satisfaction or how satisfied I was with it? And and I, th I think the stuff we're talking about generally starts to happen at the back end of the process. I don't know what your thoughts are. Yeah, well, I, I agree with that. Like I think, like I said, there's no substitution for just getting out there and showing up in the line of women. And yeah. taken, you know, and that's the way it is. Mm. I think that, um, you know, the problem is that 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 men uh, men have a, a you know the, what I call a cloud of horniness obscuring their vision. Yeah. They're they're horny and they're not getting the the, the quality or the the quantity of sex that they would like to have in their life, which is which is the way it is right now. And so they have this this real kind of desperation around them. And so every woman that that looks reasonably shaped and is you know kind of pleasant they think that's the one and they and they and they and they 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 launch themselves toward her and hope and hope and hope and wish and wish and wish and contact her and contact her and contact her and um when when it doesn't work out or she you know it it, it disappears or she doesn't respond or she responds and she flakes then they think then they just pick that up and that 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 horny neediness and put it towards someone else and if we could erase that cloud of horniness somehow we would only be drawn to the ones uh, that would really be drawn to us is how I kind of feel it, you know? Right, right. So um, we wouldn't be chasing and chasing and chasing and chasing. We're constantly chasing. So how do we erase this horny cloud? Because I know exactly what you're talking about. Yeah, I know you do. Um, how do we erase this horny cloud? <laughs> um, I, think, I, think, I think what happens is like, just, I think naturally with age, it kind of dissipates. Um, I, that's I, I don't, know, I don't know if you've read like Napoleon Hill's stuff. 
uh, you know, a lot of you know, he's, he's, a, he's, a, well, he's, he's a self-help guru um, from Frank and Grow Rich, right? Right, Frank and Grow Rich, very well known. He's got a very good book out, yeah. Outwitting the Devil, which has only just been published for some strange reasons, but um, that's also cool. very good. And he actually talks talks about the the sexual aspects of our energy and um, and, he, and he, I really think he's talking about this subject because his idea is that we can't do well in business until this cloud of horniness is gone. Oh, that's interesting. That yeah. is great. Yeah. That I would like. And that to was written a hundred years ago. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. I think it's true. I think um, it's really true. We cannot really be dynamic and authentic and open and clear in our relationships unless unless we kind of like scrape that away from our eyes. Right. And and how um, combination of experience, uh, uh, time, and uh, you you know uh, uh, thinking and and, mm. and asking ourselves our, our our own internal journey. Yeah. Right. I think we have to keep asking ourselves, as you say, like, I think you have to give, you know, if I'm not happy, why am I not happy? Right. Because exactly. I, th I think we kind of try to put it off, you know, as, as we do with most things, we try to avoid it or, you know, it's just like, oh, it was, it was you know, it's fine. Maybe I didn't enjoy that so much, but it'll be good next time. Or, but really kind of try and think about why we're feeling, you know, bad if we're feeling bad and we're not feeling satisfied yeah. and, and so on. Um, hard, basically, it's hard, right, to ask these questions to yourself. So it's to be kind of fearless in delving into your psyche that way, I guess. And there's, you know, and there's no substitution. I'm going to tell you this. Um, and this whole multi-billion dollar self-help industry is out there. You know, you read another book yep. and you, uh, and you take another seminar and you, and you tape another affirmation onto your mirror and I, it's not enough. I tell you like the, the real, the real truth for men is that if they want to have big changes in their life, they have to take big measures. And, uh, it's, it's, you know, the way I say it is this, every great life has had in it a great renunciation. There's right. no way around it. No way around it. You have to go on a journey. You have to mm -hmm. go and, and renounce the way it is. You're working a job you hate. You're hanging around people that, uh, that uh, you know, don't inspire you. You go into a church that beats you up every week. And, 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 and then we wonder why. You know, we, we read another book and think, yeah, we have the answer right there. But we don't actually take the changes. And the only real answer for men and most people will not heed heed this call is to go and and fight for life and go and and, and scare yourself and go into the world yeah. you're it, you were in UK now you're in uh, Thailand right now that's 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 something that is uh, in itself that that creates something in you that is strong sure sure like i'd recommend everyone travel i've been doing it since i was 11 years old actually so it was easy for me my parents did it to me yeah. <laughs> but for other guys who i just met a guy last week he he left when he was uh, 28 years old and i admire that because I, I know, you know, it's difficult to jump out of your comfort zone like that. Um, yeah, it is. Yeah, it really is. Um, and that, that really shows. Yeah, I, know, I like this idea of, of renunciation. Um, there was this guy I was listening to earlier. He's called Eric Thompson. Uh, he's, he, he really put it the way, I think, you know, I, very clearly. He said you should be able to sacrifice the person that you were for the person that you want to be. You know, but it's basically, great. you just have to let go uh, of, yeah. of everything because of, otherwise you can't, you can't, like, move on and... No, we try and, you know, get another, we read another book and we, we right. memorize a few things and we say that that's the answer, but it isn't the answer. It, it's, uh, it's not enough to, to sit in a, you know, in another, to, to, to do another thing like that. It's not enough. You must, you must scare yourself and take big changes or, or, or you don't get the, the sense of strength and passion and danger in your, in your, in your heart that, that mm. is needed to make us stand on the earth. Yeah. That's the way it is. It's just, just action, right? You action. Just, you just got to take that action. Right. Yeah, we're waiting for you know to save up money, or we're waiting to, 
to you know get this done first or to and and all of that waiting it just you know takes us right to our grave and there's no point in any of it yeah totally um fortunately as we get older we start to sense the passage of time more and <laughs> we get more stressed about it and i think it pushes more of us to action i don't know like um yeah so hopefully that helps um okay so uh one, one of the other things like uh, and i know um you, you've talked about a bit is uh, why women cheat or have affairs or they leave their boyfriend or husband you know because I, I know some people right i'll give you a few there's a few different examples of course there's, there's of course the fear like guys always have a fear that their girlfriend's going to cheat on them and that makes them insecure and can like sometimes actually drive her away um obviously that, that's not cool and, and not good and there's also guys on the other side who get jaded because you know they've been with a lot of girls who have cheated on their boyfriends or um you know have had affairs yeah, and stuff yeah. and then they don't kind of they don't believe in women anymore right and that gets back to you know seeing the enemy thing versus the the, the friend yeah. um so that kind of sabotages you in a different way so you know what are your thoughts on that yeah i think um you know of course you've got men and women that uh, on you know both men and women that are that just look at things in a very trite way and that uh they they don't really care and so they'll 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 sleep around or they'll 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 do that kind of thing to um just because it's they don't really care but there's but then we wonder about like say a housewife with two children who's been married for 10 years and she has an affair and we and we moralize and we hypothesize and say how is this possible what is she thinking she would give up all that for some random fling with a stranger and we and we don't understand it and but the truth is um it's the same for men as women. We need adventure and passion in our life. And if we don't feel it, we need it as much as we need air and water. We need to feel that we're living, that we're alive and breathing and like, and something exciting for our lives. And if we men don't feel it or women don't feel it, they almost have to reach out, find it to, to get that sense back in their lives. Mm. We think she doesn't really want to sacrifice her wonderful husband and her children. And she doesn't want to leave them. She doesn't want to, to ruin that home or what she has she loves him but there's something almost in innate in the nature of woman that it, without that kind of passion she, to, to to kind of sweep her off her feet uh, she feels like uh, dead just like if we don't have adventure we feel like our lives are, are, are completely dead it's almost and I'll get I'll get uh, attacked for saying this it's almost inevitable that women cheat and and inevitable that men cheat because of the way it's constructed. Yeah, I guess, you know, I, I'm, I, it's, it's interesting because one of my ex-girlfriends has, like, I've I just been thinking about this lately, is um, she, she's about to get married, but I think it's it's pretty obvious that she's not, she's settling on some level. Yeah, okay. Uh, she's not happy about something. So, you know, I can see in three years or maybe even less, it's it's going to slight, slight, slight yeah. you know, go downhill. Um, do you think it, it's, it's, it happens from the out, you know, from the start, or is it something that happens to some relationships that kind of erode over time? You know, have you got any ideas about, because this can, this, yeah. can, this can kind of help guys, you know, um, you know, in, in their own relationships, uh, if they're thinking about this, okay, I don't want, I don't want to have a relationship with a girl that kind of ends up that way. Right. Yeah. Um, you know, I, I think, I think Angel, it's, um, um, it, it, you know, I, I, I think when we enter into a relationship, we're very, 
excited and optimistic. We're hopeful that it's going to be the, the real thing. Mm-hmm. And um, imagine, imagine if love was a business venture, that and and it fails so miserably. How many of us would invest in that business? Uh, you know, it fails so, so spectacularly. And, we, and the next time we 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 meet a girl or, or she meets a guy, we think, well, maybe this time, maybe this time. Even though we we, we thought that's you know last time, and and it fails so spectacularly. So. Um, uh, I think there is hope for guys like to, that, you know, um, there is a, a measurement of both sides saying, okay, well, I just want to, you know, get a, a wife or a husband and get this, get this going, or even a girlfriend we will we'll retain a girlfriend for a long time because there's nothing better come along for instance. Um, and I think, um, we have that, uh, that sense of settling or, the relationship could be very optimistic and very strong, and we really believe we want this. And uh, but it does erode over time. We make the, the problem is that we make long-term promises and short-term feelings, and that's that's what happens. Right. So it's kind of, it's kind of, <laughs> doesn't doesn't sound really optimistic, uh, but yeah, um, I, I I see I, I see where you're coming from. I yeah, I believe um, if you work at it. Uh, that you can create uh, a good environment, but it does take work. Um, well, Angel, terms... I'm gonna tell you this. I am not optimistic for relationships because really? for, for long term, yeah, because of the way that society constructs it and the way with the expectations we have of it. It, you know. Okay. We, yeah, yeah. I, I'm gonna break right? into you afterwards. Right. Keep going. Uh, yeah, it's like we. It, it has to be the certain way, and we have to create construct it this way, or it's not right. And we throw, you know, we build a box that is contains a relationship. We throw all of our hopes and dreams and our baggage in there and our, in our mistrust and our history with, with other people. We throw it all into this box and then we climb in with the other and we close the lid. And it's like it, it, after three years, you got you feel like you just want to kick the end out of the box and get out of there. Cause it's, 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 uh, it's, we've society says, create this box and put it in this construct mm. as opposed to just, you know, living in, in freely with each other and loving each other and say, I love you today. I'd love to see you again tomorrow. And, and, and I think, I think that you know the other person has to almost be free to leave before they can actually really authentically stay, and right. that's hard for us to do. Right, totally. And I, I think this is where the, the 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 piece of hope is is that you know it's it's kind of like about selection, right? Yeah. If you've yeah. worked on yourself to the point where you have these mindsets and you're open and um, you know you, you you're willing to work on things and yeah. Um, and talk about them, you know, straight and not hide things, you know, which obviously causes damage over time because these, you know, you, these bad feelings are just festering. Um, so if, if you're willing to work on it and you find someone who has that openness and that self-awareness and, you know, they kind of get that too. Um, that, that is, so that's the situation I think, you know, which things can work out in. You know, Angel, you hit it exactly right. I'm convinced that, that the only way a relationship can last is if they are both, that both the man and the woman are on a spiritual journey. Mm. And I, by spiritual, I mean the whole grand aspect of that, like trying to understand themselves, maybe taking, you know, tango lessons or, or, right. or trying to understand, trying to be more excellent in their lives mm. as opposed to just watching the TV and going to the routine. If they are both on their own personal spiritual journey, uh, uh, it can last forever. And that's the only way. So like you said, once... You, you've embarked on that journey of trying to understand yourself and, and trying to come to terms with who you are, and she is as well. That relationship can last forever because you're 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 moving toward 
your own individual uh, sense of excellence, which brings the relationship. Because we think, that, you know, you know, two shall become one. And we think that, you know, man and woman are now one in this relationship. But it's really, there's the man with his, his aspirations and there's a woman with her aspirations. And then there's the relationship, which is a third entity completely. It's its own living, breathing thing. Mm. And, and so I think the only answer for any sense of longevity in a relationship is if they're both on a journey of excellence for their lives. And that's the only way it works. If one or the other is not, or both, and they're just, you know, paying the bills and going through the routine, raising a couple of kids, it, the relationship is already dead. And, and even if they stay together for 60 years, it's like a, it's like a, a, a dead relationship. Right, right. Because basically, if you lose your spark for life, then you, you can't have a spark in yeah. the relationship. It's, it's just exactly those things don't exist like unless you know it can't exist we're on a very other other oh great well zan this has been a great interview really enjoyed it um great talking to you um thanks thanks for all the advice um so f for the listeners out there um on, on the page of the podcast you got links to zan's website you got links to all of his products and uh, everything he's been up to uh zan i just want to say thanks for um putting this time out there uh, i know you're having a lot of fun in bucharest uh, right now, I got that right. I said he was in Budapest yeah, earlier. No, I'm Bucharest. I was in Budapest two weeks ago. <laughs> ah, that's where the confusion is. Uh, you didn't yeah, tell me that. I was visiting for a weekend. Yeah. yeah cool. Anyway, yeah, uh, thanks, man. Um, and uh, hope to speak to you soon again. Yeah, it was great, Angel. Thank you. You can find out more about today's podcast and dating instructor on Dating Skills Review. Google Dating Skills Review or Dating Skills Podcast, and you'll be there. For first-timers on the podcast, Dating Skills Review is the largest database of dating advice on the planet. If it exists, we have it. Before you do anything else, read anything else, listen to anything else about dating, sex, or attraction, download our free manual, Fast Track, Seven Rules to Get Good with Women in Months, Not Years. You can download it right from the Dating Skills Review homepage. That's datingskillsreview.com. It will teach you the best-in-class learning strategy that the top dating instructors in the world have used to get good with women. Readers say it's flawless. If you like the podcast, please subscribe on iTunes and give us a five-star review. Those reviews help to increase our iTunes ranking and spread the word. Dating Skills Review wouldn't be what it is today without your feedback and support, so a big thanks there. This is Angel Donovan from Dating Skills Review. Get working on those skills hard this week because next week we're taking another step up to mastering your dating life. Dating Skills Podcast is brought to you by Dating Skills Review. Dating Skills Review is the Amazon.com of dating advice for men. If it exists, we have it. We help you find the best advice fast. So you can get good with women in months, not years. Learn more at www.datingskillsreview.com.